Updates. Okay, now we're recording for real. Are we recording for real? Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is, well, the best part of my birthday. It's uh, Rick Anderson. I'm not solving any problems. Mm, no? No. You're just eating cookies? I'm going to eat, yeah. We're, well, we just invented breakup cookies. I think we're solving problems. <laughs> if, if. Also with us today is no one else. It's just me, he, and I. And we are Beer Plus 3. And we have started out with Deschutes. Uh, Pilsner, American Pilsner. What is this called again? It is the shoots. Oh, I get it. That actually Just now. took me a while. <laughs> wow. Um, it's a Pilsner. It is a Pilsner. That's my review of it. <laughs> Might be moving on to that uh, Space Needle IPA. I just, I guess, I don't like Pilsners. I mean, this is um, the one from what was it? The one from uh, Ecliptic. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of was a dud for me. You guys were raving about it, but I was just like, I liked eh. it. I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, and I, I mean, I love Deschutes as well, but it's just ugh. there's something about the Pilsner. I don't get what it is. Someday I'll have to sit down with somebody who really knows beer, like to like on an esoteric level, and just ask them. You, you have know, to climb to up out. to the top of some beer mountain. <laughs> there's some guy. There's some guy <laughs> cross-legged sitting up there, surrounded by goats, with little be, beer kegs hanging off of him. It'll be Brandon sitting up there, actually. Brandon hasn't shaved in like 15 days, so he's getting all scraggly and got the Jufro going on. <laughs> you just have to say, what is with this Pilsner? <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. I don't know. I'm at peace. Leave me alone. I'm at peace. Go solve your world. No, problems. he would just just pass out and start snoring. That's <laughs> fucking drunk from all the goat beer. <laughs> I don't even want to know what goes into goat beer. <laughs> well, I said the goats had little kegs on them. Oh, oh, okay. He was surrounded by goats with little kegs That's on them. That's slightly more acceptable than what beer. I was thinking. Yeah, goat beer. I think it was one of those weird things like the. Uh, you know, like the recycled uh, urine beer or yeah, all ooh, the no. weird, yeah, I know. All these weird experiments that different breweries are doing. You can recycle all the waters you want. Yeah. Just don't tell me where it comes from. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like we're living on uh, Dune. You know, it's not like we left like recycle water. We can go ahead and use fresh water mm-hmm. to I make know. this. We don't, yeah, I don't know about the uh, using recycled urine. You gotta wonder what where, what conversation leads up to that. Like, where does that come from? How are you sitting around at a, your your employees at a brewery, and somehow this fresh water is getting too expensive? Well, I got free water. <laughs> I have an endless <laughs> supply, <laughs> especially after drinking your shit beer. I'll be just like a chicken. I can pee water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just put me out in a little coop somewhere, and I'll just produce every so often. And get some <laughs> you know how disgusting and sick I am, because I imagine, have you ever been to a dairy farm? I have. Where they put the little suction cups on the tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I imagine. Just a bunch of dudes just lined up, chewing their whatever, with like hats that have the beer on them, and then the tubes come down to their mouth, and then just, <laughs> just down below, is just sucking away. Those are some happy looking Once cows. in a while, one of them just shudders. <laughs> oh, he just ruined a bad <laughs> Yep. Whoop. Cut it off. Cut it off. Number nine. Cut it number nine off. Oh, my 
God. Oh, yeah. No. Harvesting the piss. Of- I, that's, yeah. Well, what are the other? There was like that. Like, it seemed like it was a trend for a while for for uh, beer companies to find vaguely disgusting things to base their beer on, like that, like the uh, the yeast from one of the brewers' beards or something like that. I remember that one. I was like, why can you not? F- That's disgusting. Yeah, you, you. That was that was one that was a. There was like a whole bunch of them. They all came out all at once. It seemed like they it's were all trying to. Kasi sent their yeast to space. Oh, okay. Well, that's not disgusting, but I mean, yeah, ground control. They made a, like a barley wine out of it. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty decent. Yeah, so, see, I can get behind that. That's a that's an invent. That's a creative way to make beer to sell beer without making me want to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no shit. Yeah, this is a beer. Um, it's refreshing. This would be a good summer beer, maybe to throw uh, like a slice of orange or something into. I could. This, see this definitely that. needs something. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to add something to Pilsners to make them a little more. Um, don't we all need passable. to add something to Pilsners to make them more? Um, I don't know, man. I, I this is definitely not my kind of beer. And my apologies to anybody from Deschutes who happens to listen to this. But I, oh no, we love I'm Deschutes. Not, Are you kidding me? Oh, I lo- yeah, they're fantastic. But I I do not like Pilsners. So, but we have a, a certain palate here, and it tends towards IPAs and ales and 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 things of a little more heavier variety. And this is this is. It's better than, uh, you know, loving a canoe beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Let's put it in the proper perspective. I mean, I would take this, you know, this is like literally Budweiser and Miller and stuff like that. I could take a sip of that and I literally feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. That is just, I hate the flavor of that. That's nothing like You got this. a certain wang to them. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know what that wang is. This is in the same ballpark, but this is like on the on the nicer side of the No, park. this actually tastes like beer. No, no, no. That's what I mean. They're they're over in the ghetto side of the park. This is over on the fancy nice side. The fancy of the park. nice side of the park. <laughs> they paid extra for those tickets at the right. ballpark. So yeah, I mean, give me a choice between this and Budweiser on a desert island. You know, this hands down. Oh yeah, no, no question about it. Definitely drink this before water. But uh, yeah, that's pro- that sounds like a backhanded compliment. But I meant it. It's a bit of a left-handed compliment there. I would like your beer more than Budweiser. <laughs> that's that's tough. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to the Space Needle Pike Brewing IPA. Pike Brewing. So this a little is, more local, along with the rest of our beers, and this we'll work be, our way up to very local. This will be interesting for me because yeah. I like. I have had I think two different Pike. I've had the Kilt Lifter, which I hated. Kilt lifter, yeah, it was it, that was a staple back in the '90s when we were drinking, but um, yeah, I uh, can't do it anymore. Just man, got burned out. Yeah, pair with spicy food, burgers, and achieving great heights. <laughs> okay, whatever. Well, there we go. Well, that ties in with the space needle. But um, the other the other one that I had of theirs, and for some bizarre reason I can't remember right now, it had a black and white label. It was like a uh, black and white, red, white, and blue label. And it was a really good beer, and I can't remember what it's called right now. Hmm. But for a while, that was my favorite. I would I would buy that. Yeah, you know, I'd gravitate toward that. So this will be interesting for me to see where this lands on. Yeah. The- me, me, and Dave went to Pike years ago. You know, yeah. I've never taken my family to the Space Needle. Yeah, yeah, I've never gone up in it. No, no, I did when I was a kid a few times. I don't, I don't have a fear of heights. I have a, I have this weird thing about tall structures, big structures. Yeah. So that really freaks me out. And I can't, you know, I could, if you were to magically just make me be up there, I'd be fine. <laughs> if there was teleportation, you'd yeah. be fine. I, it's not a problem with me being up high looking down at things, and that's that doesn't bother me one bit. 
it's just the idea of walking underneath that, getting into the elevator, going up. That would just like I'd be. Ugh. Oh I man, what was it? Uh, was it, we were at the. Uh, um, what are they called? They're the Twin Towers. What were they called? Oh, the World Trade Center. We were at the World Trade Center in uh, uh, Mexico City, yeah. and they're, they're two big, tall towers, and they have like 300 floors or you know ridiculous amount of floors. Yeah. And when you're going up to the top, because you go up to the top of this thing, and it has the lookout where you can look out over everything. And everything. Yeah. That elevator goes fucking fast, oh, and really? it goes up, and it's windows on one side. So you can see yourself just, just going straight up to the top of this Weird. thing faster than hell. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was cool. We stayed at. Funny a, thing is, is the the airport's positioned just right to where the planes actually fly almost in between them. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> that's comforting. So I looked it up. It was the uh, Pike Brewing. They just call it an IPA. See, it's got a little bit of red, white, and blue in the label. That kind of thing. Oh uh, okay. This was this was really good for. This the is a golden time. IPA. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how that with goes. maple leaves on it. Or that's no, that's not maple oh, leaves. God. Those are leaves from waiting for someone to create the uh, the viaduct IPA. You know, some oh, because they're tearing it out. Yeah, but you know, nobody will stop talking about it. I've really, never heard. Have you not seen? I mean, it just seems like on the news, it's like nonstop, or at least it was. I, I they they have to have slowed down by now. My, my news intake is is pretty limited when it comes to. Things like that. It's well, very tertiary. It's like, oh, I glance at this, I glance at that. That's interesting. I'll read that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's it's not something I, you know, comb the news stories for all the stuff. And I've I've, I've heard <laughs> about it that they're tearing it out and all that jazz. And I'm yeah. like, well, it's about time. Yeah. yeah it's it is. They've been working on that fucking tunnel for like 20 years. Yeah. Or yeah. Actually, time. I didn't realize how long of a history that actually had, but um, and how controversial it was, and then. I don't know. It's kind of funny to watch the history of that where, you know, like the viaduct when it first went up was controversial and then everybody was fine with it. And then mm-hmm. the idea of tearing it down was controversial. And then the idea of making a tunnel was controversial. Well, I don't know if you've heard. Change is hard. No, it's not. <laughs> people make it hard. <laughs> yeah. No, it's hard for some people. It is weird. You know, I've, I have friends, you know, being my age and, and you're probably seeing it too, is the, are the people who... You can see the friends who just don't seem to be able to cope with the fact that the world is no longer what it was back in 1975 or 1978 or whatever. You know, well, like, I think I, I think a, a, a good depth finder for that is is the internet and yeah, how people oh yeah. feel about the internet. Yeah, I was like the internet is not just one thing. Yeah, it, it, we call it the internet, but. Yeah. <laughs> It's just ruining everybody's lives, and everybody hates everybody, and blah, 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 oh, blah. Yeah. it's all about this. You know, it, the people that uh, rant about the internet, yeah, are the same people oh, that uh, were were and when we were kids were ranting about television. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the people who rant about the internet on the internet. It's like, do you do realize you're actually using the medium that you're complaining about right now to complain about it? Right? That's it's the logic behind that is. Mm-hmm baffling but they did the same thing with like tv and movies and stuff they would go on tv and then rant about how terrible it is for everybody yeah and how it's ruining children's minds and 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 everyone's going blind because they're sitting too close and (laughs) and D is satanism and god tv though was really tv was everybody's favorite little uh bitch back in the 80s you know i remember that was like now it's video games and destroy everyone oh yeah yeah that's true yeah uh video games um yeah video games games have always gotten that but when you with the advent of like companies like id 
you know, were like going, going, once, with once the games like Doom and stuff came out and Duke Nukem, yeah. that's when people started paying attention because they started putting gore on the TV, yeah, on, on your video game. Or before the gore was really like 16 bit, or you know, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. really kind of sad looking. Like, oh now my all god, all of a sudden you're seeing like uh, headless <laughs> corpses of women in bikinis, you know, and shit like that because it was Duke Nukem, and that's just is just dumb, but. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's the same people. There's a sign. I'm sure you've seen it, and you'll see it on the way out to my house when you come out for the game yeah. this Sunday, which yeah. you knew about. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that some redneck put up a sign, uh, protect the First Amendment. Oh, we should be looking oh. at video games and violent entertainment first. Yes. Like, yeah, because that's the problem. Oh, the number of times I wanted to stop and just scribble a counter argument at the bottom of that freaking sign. It's like not worth it because, you know. He's not looking for an, uh, a debate. He's not looking for any kind of uh, input. He just wants to do his little ranty BS. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that video games cause people to become There is no is proof. Um, the, no, there's been no studies necessarily in the States, but in England and in Europe, they've done several studies. Well, you don't even And they, what they did was they, they would take two groups of, of children, usually teenagers, most often boys, mm-hmm. and then have these boys for so long play a certain game, and then have these guys for so long play a certain game. Yeah, one was maybe a lot less violent or just exploratory puzzle-like stuff, and then the other one was like Call of Duty or one of those things. Yeah, and then they sat down and did interviews with everybody and <clears throat> things like that to see, to see, and then like they would track their home life and like this, that, and the other. And yeah, the, there was no evidence of yeah. group A or group B being more violent than one another. Yeah, well, I they, mean, it you, doesn't do. Anything the you know the rest of the world has the same video games with a couple of weird exceptions like I know Germany will demand changes to video games occasionally and Australia does it but like the rest uh, of the well world, the, the swastika is illegal yeah in oh Germany, no I know so that I when can, uh, <laughs> um uh, what uh, what's ah, the game I loved it I love killing yeah the yeah. new Wolfenstein I haven't yeah. played the second one which looks awesome yeah. but the yeah they had to basically take out all the swastikas. So really, they were just like, we can't do that. We can't. Like, that would take hundreds of more out. man hours yeah. to do that out, out of the code. And then it might even break the game. So we can't really necessarily do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So yes, and uh, Australia is one of those that has restringent Yeah, Australia on. is really weird, though. They're like the, You can sort of understand where Germany's coming from, even if you disagree with the whole concept because of their history. But Australia is really weird. They have these occasional like, oh, this game's too violent. You have to tone it down. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah, and it's people uh, that are making these decisions that, first of all, know nothing about video games, know nothing about yeah. computers, nor art or anything even related to it. Mm-hmm. They're just old white dudes going, mm, that looks violent, and it's somebody, my, one of my constituents might not like it. Troubling So me. that's really yeah. where all of that shit comes from, and yeah. it just drives me fucking bad. But yeah, I mean, you don't even need studies, because all these other countries have the same games, but they don't have the same problems with violence. So it's like, if the yeah. game games were the cause, you'd see it there, too. Yeah, If exactly. the TV shows were the cause, you'd see it there, too. Mm-hmm. Movies, whatever. I mean, it's like you can't... You look at the, you look at the entire planet like a little um, experiment, you know? Those are each... Every country's their own little experiment with these things. Oh, yeah. It's like you can't... It's so, it's so stupid the way people get on these weird kicks where they want to blame 
things that are clearly yeah. not the cause. <laughs> and really... of course, everyone wants to blame that one thing. Everybody, they, everybody always needs this fucking scapegoat. And the thing that they don't know enough about is always going to be that. Whether it's D and D, whether it's video games, whether it's movies, whether it's television, whether it's books. Yeah, I I I don't understand the D and D one either because that was that's weird. Where did that even come? I mean, what, you did, what you caused don't know people much about to focus that? on um, that? No. Basically, what happened was uh, this kind of loner kid went to university, mm-hmm. and he was way too young to be hanging out with university students anyway. Okay. I think he was 15, 16, and he was oh. super smart, and he went to university, okay. and uh, he basically disappeared, but he had been playing D&D in like the lower... Um, steam tunnels or whatever the fuck they were of the university, like the basement of the university. Okay. So already this kid, their signs this kid is like, Yeah, there was, was already off. signs he was already off. Um, <laughs> by the way, they found him and he was it, fine. It but the detective been... went, oh, look at the, the game he's playing. It has all these weird <laughs> things and symbols and, and stuff. And, yeah. and of course, the media ran with it. Yeah. And then the uh, you know the right wing televangelist got a hold of it, and that went even further. Yeah, basically the story like began and ended within like six seven months, yeah. and then the kid ended up committing suicide. And of course, what did they oh, do? So they blame D and D instead of blaming you know um, the lack of helping people with mental health problems or mm-hmm. you know having a system that would support children like this. Yeah, you know, no, let's let's blame a game, but. Yeah. And no, they found him very quickly, but it just kept going. It yeah. just kept going. And then every time there was some kids that even the inkling of D&D was mentioned in their lives, whether they had suicide or murder or or just did violent acts, mm-hmm. it must be D&D. Yeah. And so that's where that whole Satanistic scare of D&D came from in the 80s. That's it was from so a, a, little, a little investigation that lasted a few weeks, and then the kid reappeared like, like a month or two later, yeah. and he was just fine. Yeah, never mind all the, uh, you know, I don't know if it was millions of people back then, but never mind the, you know, the great number of people playing this game who aren't going off and doing Oh, no one wants shit. to hear about that then. Oh, that's I boring. know, I know. It's like that's, uh, that doesn't get... That doesn't good. sell Troy Donahue's fucking uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> what does is him arguing with uh, Gary Gygax over how, you know, how this is a violent game with violent things. Yeah. And now, of course, we, we, we've come to realize that these games at a, in a social setting are actually really good for kids uh, and mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah, for adults yeah. the same, especially people like on the spectrum or, or, you know, anybody that feels kind of left out of the world or just yeah. it's great for group dynamic. Yeah. For team building. Yeah. You know. I've, I've always loved the game. You know, what's funny is that it still carries over with me to this day. Where I'm always a little hesitant to tell people that I that I that oh I no I have a knee jerk reaction every time yeah it's just weird and I'm thinking no it's I do the same thing with Star Wars because when I was a kid Star Wars I don't want to tell anybody you're into that shit <laughs> oh no oh no I was like shouting that one from the rooftops but <laughs> no no and Skagit man I had to keep all my geekness hidden. Yeah, that's why I didn't play and and do a lot of stuff I mean of course I went to movies a lot and yeah. all my movies were like. You know, violent sci-fi fun, but yeah. Well, one of the guys at work made a comment like somebody, somebody, somebody like something fell at them or, or hit them like in the in the lunchroom. And um, wow, where's the lunchroom on the body? No, 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 no. <laughs> so they were handling something and it fell down and hit them. And the other guy made a comment. He goes, he goes, oh, you failed your saving throw. 
And then he walked out, and I was like, oh. That's how I'm popular gonna, that shit is now. I'm going to have to talk to him at some point and see if he's like, did you just know that? Or were you, are you, you another gamer? Because, uh, you know, it's like, but yeah, it's even knowing that he's like, uh, that he knows the terminology, I'm still really like, <laughs> it's like, eh, I'm not going to say anything yet. I don't know yeah. you well enough yet to know what like you're Jesus saves and tapes, takes half damage. <laughs> that was one of my favorite That's... T-shirts back in the day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's just funny that I even the even when I know somebody, kings. yeah, even when, I know, <laughs> even when I know somebody's into it or at least somewhat friendly to it, it's mm-hmm. it's still I I have like a you know I I don't want to say anything until I know them well enough because it's almost like I don't want them thinking I'm some kind of freak, which mm-hmm. is stupid and outdated thinking because everybody most people are are kind of accepted it is nowadays. but you've spent you know thirty years of your life going oh, I'm going to hide the fact I like D&D. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I was thinking about buying one of those big 20-sided dice and just putting it on my desk, you know, and just waiting until to see if somebody is like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I still have that uh, How Not to Be a Dick book on my desk. <laughs> and I actually had to hand it to one of my peers the other day. It was like, here you go. Yeah. I think you need to brush <laughs> need up. She just laughed. There's going to be a quiz. <laughs> there's, a quiz. <laughs> there's a quiz at the end of the book. But... <laughs> yeah, no, I I've, I've uh, I remember somebody brought up D&D because they knew I played it, and we were in the lunchroom at work, and this is a long time ago, Yeah, and he was like, oh, yeah, you play D&D, and I'm like, um, yeah, okay, <laughs> and I just fucking left, I was like so freaked out and paranoid that people would... It's like, it's like he's going, oh, I got syphilis, hey, don't you have syphilis? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm busy, uh, break's over. <laughs> got a herpesyphilates, what? No, I don't have that shit. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> stupid. You know, meanwhile my stupid, daughter and it was stupid when we were young, but it's even more stupid now because it's so well, incredibly popular. For me it was a survival thing because I would there were kids in school who would target you for that. And unlike oh, yeah. you, I was not seven feet tall by fifth grade. So I was like uh I would get my butt beat or yeah. uh you know chased and it's like okay. Well still my friends who were playing D and D got all that done, you know, and yeah. and I was there to help him a little bit, but yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But I, you know, I love it. I yeah. still have. I've got a bunch of modules from the uh, from the eighties. That's awesome. Yeah, I loaned them. To and you know what's funny is they the every iteration of D and D that's come out, like the third edition, fourth edition, and fifth edition. Yeah. they've reconstituted those modules and translated them for each edition. Oh, re- oh I didn't know that. Yeah, you can oh, get like keep on the cool. Borderlands. You can keep. You get. You can get all of that stuff. <laughs> that's all. That's one. All of them the classic. You know. Yeah. All the classics, but. Yeah, I almost lost them. I loaned them to Eli, and then that was like a few years ago, and then we both kind of forgot. He just kind of put them away, and I forgot that I loaned. Well, he them has too. a bookshelf full of D and D stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he was kind third, of third, fourth, fifth, and even first and second, and all kinds of stuff. Really, he's got all every edition. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I'd completely forgotten, and and by you know, and then I it um, came up on my Facebook thing that you know I'd posted a picture of him, and I was like, what? the hell happened to those where'd they go and then it took me a while and i finally remember and i was like oh that's right i loaned them to him and i uh, you know i contacted him and he's like going what well, you're gonna have to tell me which ones they are because i don't remember <laughs> i was like damn just grab a handful off your shelf that's like a little piece of my childhood i almost lost there <laughs> so what do you think of this it's a mediocre ipa i mean yeah. i'd give it a three uh, maybe a two I'd, I'd probably give it a three uh, the pilsner was about 
there with this? No, no, not for me. The Pilsner was a one. Sorry, Deschutes. <laughs> this I would give a three, which is a... You, you ate my meat stick, didn't you? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I bought a meat stick. I stopped at the welcome Why store. Why do you call it a meat stick? First of all, nobody calls it that. They call it beef jerky, or I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. I hope that's what you're talking about. Well, yeah, it was one of the meat sticks that you buy at the okay. store. Okay, beef jerky, pepperoni, whatever it is. Uh, right. Yeah, so, one of those. Yeah. It's not beef jerky. Those are meat sticks. <laughs> They're like Slim Jims. I just can't snap into one. the guy who just told me he was going vegetarian. Was this a tofu meat stick? No. It was a meat stick meat stick. And I had to open the door for somebody because I am polite that way. And my meat stick fell out of my bag. Like I tried to retrace my steps, but I could not find my meat stick. That's really sad. I'm sorry that happened to you. I, I, there was a there was a little tear that came down my fucking meat, <laughs> meat stickless face. I just see you standing in the parking lot, looking all <laughs> terrified. My meat stick. I actually said my meat stick. <laughs> Everybody it's in the gone. parking lot just kind of moved back away from me. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, there wasn't that many people there. There was nobody there. Well, but except okay. for the people I opened the door for, but they were going inside. Right, so. right, right, right. They probably stepped on my meat stick, probably. Oh, now that makes it even worse. Open the door for them, and then they step on my meat stick. Right. Nobody even values it. You're, you're way, you know, you're, you're somewhere else crying about it. I people know. Just, I know. My meat, yeah. meat stickless existence here. <laughs> this is like the most asinine <laughs> thing I think we've ever talked about on the podcast. But hey. uh, you know what I'd like to talk about? Your experiences during my birthday. <laughs> My experience extensively, because <laughs> well, yeah, that's well, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. That's um, that's uh, probably not uh, you know, it's not gonna not gonna stand up to the meat stick story. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think uh, I was out there when the uh, Joe Jay was being passed around. Yeah, that was, and a, that's why I was like, "No, skip me." Yeah, that was me. Everyone was like, "Why?" Because I don't want to get sick and throw up in thirty minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done it way too many times in the last few times I've done weed, and it's funny that you look that up after the fact. Yeah. It totally tracks with my behavior every time. I didn't. I had no I idea. It. I've never done that. I've never mixed the two. I've never had that experience. Yeah. I'm... So yeah. No, thank you. When I was a youth, it usually was like smoking a bunch of weed and then like maybe having a beer or two. Right. You know. Yeah. After the fact. Yeah. Now I have a beer or five. And then people are really like, mm, we're going to smoke weed. And I'm like, well, I want to be part of the party. Yeah. And so I went out and I would go out and, you know, and actually even the last, the one of the last times I did, I just went. <laughs> <laughs> it seriously just got a barely little bit and, yeah. and I was fine. Even yeah. though I did kind of black out a little bit after that. Yeah. It was it's just like, whoa, okay. I'm a little stoned. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, what happens is the what I was kind of fascinated. By that. I did. I had no idea because I've heard people talk about doing that, you know, so much that it was just like, okay, that must not be that big of a deal. But um, I guess the alcohol makes your um, like is almost sets the stage, and it causes your body to absorb things at a much faster and higher rate than it normally would. So it it just causes the the 
the basically the chemicals to get into your bloodstream a lot faster and hit you with a lot more force. And I guess with certain people, they feel it a lot more. I guess there's a small percentage of people who really get hit by it. So <laughs> that, that makes two of us. That's why I like to surround myself with love when I'm drunk, <laughs> so I can absorb the love. Well, I was just I, I felt bad because I thought it was like it was like shit. I'm oh no, you were fine. You were, party you were just fine. Everyone was a drag. completely ignoring you. Um, <laughs> I wasn't. I was very concerned about my friend Rick, and uh, that's why I was bothering you so much. And, and oh, I was. I apologize okay. if I was bothering you. No, 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 no. I was okay by the end of the night. It was fine, but it was just like I. There was like this weird like period of like. This well, there, there was so well. there was a period of time when everyone in the room was talking about you <laughs> out in your car, and like at some point, Mike was like, "I'm gonna, I, I think I'm gonna go check on him." I'm like, "You do that. I'm too drunk to do that." Mm. Um, but <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm yeah, but uh, you know, we were all a little concerned, and that's why I was like, you know what, lay down, take a nap. Yeah, I did. That's do, what. That's what. It do what helped. you need to do. It helped. That's that's what that's but, what friends do. Like I said, it wasn't so much that. It was the afterward. I felt like, wow, I was here, but I wasn't really here. Oh, you wanted, you know what happened to my wife? What's that? Fuck pinche beto. Um, <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> you know how Mike had those candies that he put in the pinata? Mm-hmm. I thought I grabbed a couple. I still have a joint actually oh, that geez. I want to sit down and smoke like without drinking or anything. Yeah, and just like take a couple of puffs. Maybe you and I can do that together sometime when we're doing like this. Yeah, it'd be the shittiest podcast ever. <laughs> Just be like 15 minutes of silence. So, so. <laughs> what did you just say? So, what you feel that that's the whole podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think I feel something. Um, no, I used to smoke a shit ton of weed, but uh, um, he had those candies. Well, uh, Beto took one of those and, was, and told my wife, Oh, here, and just like put it in her mouth. Oh, she was like, mm, That's yummy. What is that? And then he walks off And she starts feeling fucking terrible She was in the same boat as you Oh, oh God. And she was pissed Yeah I bet I mean she still kind of She stopped drinking at that point That's yeah. where my, me and my wife differ I'll just keep fucking going I'll just <laughs> truck Keep on trucking Move forward Yes and uh, just go with it, but uh, yeah, not my wife. She she's smart, and she fucking quit drinking and just started drinking water and eating stuff, and just felt like fucking this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. She went and stayed by herself for a little while, and then came downstairs. And, <sighs> you know, it was it was bad. I mean, that, what? Why did he? Why would he do that? Because he's a dick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's a dick. <laughs> Oh, I would have been pissed at him and be like, "Dude, you're fucking out of here. Bye bye." Yeah, that's, that's don't fucking drug me. No, no, don't do that. And then he was one of the ones. Why aren't you smoking? Because I don't want to. Yeah. I want to get drunk because it's my birthday and I want to get drunk. Yeah, I don't smoke do weed anymore. Birthday. It's been decades, quite literally, since I've really smoked weed on a regular basis. Yeah. So not since the mid '90s. Yeah. If I done that at all, I stopped smoking weed. I started getting paranoid on it. Like every yeah. time I smoke weed, I started getting like, yeah. Well, that's I doing that shit, and I was like, I need to fucking stop this. That's pretty common. A lot of people, you know that. But I, that's weird to me because I was like a daily fucking user yeah. of that shit, and we we would go mountain biking, hiking, kayaking. Yeah. We would do all kinds of like activities. Yeah. Fucking high as a Georgia pine. Yeah. And for some reason. 
at some point, there was just like this. It was like me getting uh, um, lactose intolerant. Just at some point, poof, hit a wall. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, I was just done. My like my body would not process that yeah. shit anymore. Well, I mean, as you get older, things. I mean, that stuff changes. It really does. I mean, it's just the way it is. Well, the weed thing pissed me off, which is probably it's <laughs> it's a good thing that it happened. I think because yeah. I would have been probably still a useless human being if I still smoked weed. Were you were you a useless human being when you did it? I've been a useless human being most of my whole well, life. Well, most on. of my life. Uh, I'm starting to feel like I'm not anymore. <laughs> just now. I'm 46, <laughs> and I'm starting to feel I'm not so useless. It was just yesterday, right? That it just... Uh, it, no, within the last year, really. <laughs> within the last year, I feel like less of a useless human being than really? I have the rest of my... Why would you feel life. useless? I don't understand. Oh, I have terrible self-image, but... Oh, all right. Um, yeah, well, no, I mean, is... all I did, all, I, all I've ever wanted to do is fucking be altered and fucking play video games. That's all I want to fucking do. And today's society could support a habit like that. So that's all I'm saying. That's so. true. There are actually ways that you could earn a living doing that. It's not easy. No, every day I'm, I'm more and more paranoid about my daughter. Oh, yeah. I'm like, fucking learn shit. Please learn shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please learn shit and be smart, because I was dumb, and I learned shit, but not the shit I should have learned. You know, that kind of thing. It's just yeah. like, oh, please don't fuck up like I did. Yeah. Well. I mean, at least her, your, her, your mom went and got, like, a bachelor's degree and, and had a great time in university and learned a lot of shit. Yeah. Has a great mind and can can talk about shit that I'm like philosophy and art and, and shit like that. And I'm like, eh, movies? <laughs> <laughs> like your Star Wars conversations the other day. What's up? <laughs> you don't remember your Star Wars conversation? Oh, the Han Solo thing? The Han thing? Solo thing? Oh, my God. And that was just, that was going way too fucking deep. <laughs> just enjoy the fucking movie. Oh, now, it's a fucking Star Wars movie, now you guys. guys. Now you know how I feel when you guys talk about Pokemon. Like what? I'm just like no I don't stop I don't give a shit about Pokemon either <laughs> I know you don't I just do that because it drives you nuts the others do yeah. <laughs> nobody talks about the shit that I'm passionate about nobody <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of used used to that yeah. recently it's changed a little bit like I can talk D and D with like you or like you know people yeah. I can talk D and D with people and yeah. that's fucking cool it's fun yeah um, but. Most of the shit, like everyone was big on Star Wars, especially all the geeks when I was a kid. There was it was Star Wars and shit like that, and yeah. I was really into you know uh, what is it, Mad Max, and yeah, and, uh, super yeah. into Mad Max. And and if it was Indiana Jones, fuck you, I was there. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I like the fourth fucking movie. I don't give a fuck anybody who says yeah. it, it, it's a fucking Indiana Jones movie. You really expect continuity and realism from an Indiana Jones movie? I don't a know. movie where they slid down a mountain. In a life-saving raft, <laughs> the Himalayas. They slid down the Himalayas in a life-saving raft. Yeah. In a raft, a rubber raft. Yeah. Really? And now you're expecting, or oh, he would never survive in a fridge. Of course he wouldn't survive in a fridge. It's that's the whole. Out. That's the whole point of that movie. The, and obviously, these people don't remember what Indiana Jones really was. Yeah. Um, oh, did yeah. you ever watch when you were a kid? Like every Sunday, some. I think I don't remember exactly what channel it was, mm -hmm. but I thought it was one of the Seattle channels. Used to play like the old timey serials 
uh, on oh. Sundays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Tarzan and um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, it was Tarzan, um, the... Buck Rogers, yep. Um, yep. and there was another like intrigue adventure one, like The Shadow or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but there was all these serials, and I used to watch this shit. Those were some of my favorite fucking shows yeah. on television yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. That's and those. That's what that's based on. It's supposed yeah. to be. Unrealistic and fun and ridiculous. Yeah, that's what uh, Star Wars and Indiana Jones are both cut from the same cloth. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. different settings, they're different characters. Oh, and, absolutely. And things, but it's exact same thing. It's like, you know, like people who get weirded out about like, um, well, okay, there was a space slug, and it was in space. It can't survive. So I'm going to have to come up with some contrived scientific explanation to explain how that slug was out in space that almost swallowed the Millennium Falcon. Otherwise, I'm just going to I'm going to be really upset about this. And it's like, who cares? You're then, missing the point. Now, 45 years later or yeah. 40 years later. Yeah. They found living organisms on satellites. Yeah. In fucking space. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So guess what? Shit can live there. Yeah. Just because you can't doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I'm glad they found that because now the Empire Strikes Back is perfect. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes so much sense now. My no, Empire to- is one of the best movies. I like Empire and Jedi. Fuck you, people. No, I, I there's no. It just kills me when people go after the realism of those movies. It's like it's. Yeah. What are you talking about? And yet, these are the same people that will take like Poltergeist seriously. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> this is the scariest movie of all time. No, no, that happened. It's so not that happened. That exact same thing happened. So to the my Indian aunt. burial ground. First of all, you're <laughs> racist and a dickhead. <laughs> but seriously, I don't. I don't get those people. Uh, my my standard comeback for people who are like you know like the uh, like when the fourth Indiana Jones movie came out and they were like really aliens. UFOs, really? And as my standard comeback is this is a movie series that started with God coming out of a box and <laughs> melting Nazis. God in a box. Did yeah. you <laughs> melting Nazi faces? Did you forget that? It's not like this. And the only thing that protected them? Yeah. Not believing in God. Yeah. Closing their eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then and then the whole thing about, well, well, but it was so much more realistic. And it was like, really? Yeah, okay. Well, Indiana Jones was on a submarine. That was underwater, and then it came up, and he was just fine. It's like, what? <laughs> you apparently were watching a different movie because I watched. I think people forget, like the um, one of the my my favorite examples in these days, in the last few years, is Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. That movie was funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. The original was funny as hell. The mm-hmm. new one, just as funny. Yeah. I think it was just as funny. Was there was just as much talent behind every character yeah. in the new one as there was the old one. Yeah, yeah. But it was, people just rank on Well, that, that was a whole other thing. That was all no, the... No, it wasn't just the, the sexism. It was the... Uh, um, there was a lot of people that were just like, no, it's not like the original. No, it's exactly like the fucking original. And Pretty it wasn't much. even... They didn't re... And what I liked about it is they didn't rehash the same story from before. yeah. They made it a new story with new characters, even though the characters were somewhat similar. I love the people who are like, uh, well, I don't like it because it's a redo. They should have just had it be a con- a, con- a continuation of the original. Well, like, guess what? Those people are going to get their movie, and they're still going to complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you they seen the, the new Ghostbusters? I've seen it, yeah. yeah I it thought fucking it looks fucking cool. hilarious, yeah. No, no. I mean, I, the, there's a new teaser out for Ghostbusters 3 or oh. 4. Oh, Whichever no, I had no on. idea. I had yes. no idea. Is this the... It's just a teaser. Is this the cast from 
No, it's going to be a whole new cast. It's uh, it's continuity in the universe, though. So yeah. what's going to happen is um, Ivan Reitman, uh, his son. What's his son's name? Something um, Reitman. <laughs> Ivan Jr.? Um, uh, Ivan Jr. <laughs> Ivan Jr. Is, has taken over, and he's yeah. going to write this uh, uh, movie, mm-hmm. and apparently already has. And he's hired a cast of teenage-ish kids, and they're basically going to find uh, the Ghostbuster Mobile in a barn. Oh, jeez. All right. And then they're going to find a bunch of stuff, and <laughs> things are going to go weird, and you know, yeah. it, it's going to be kind of the beginning of the new Ghostbusters. Okay, that's cool. See, that's what some people claim that they wanted, but I'm just like, yeah, you're like the, uh, this is the, you know, the standard He-Man woman. I would have loved that too. Club. Yeah. Either one would have been fine. I don't yeah. know what, what's the problem with just doing a redo? Also, Ghostbusters? Really? It, it's a stupid fucking comedy movie. Yeah. It wasn't like that I had can to take quote seriously. over and over again. Yeah. Tell them about the Twinkie, Ray. You know, <laughs> my girlfriend sleeps above the covers, four feet above the covers. I've I can always, quote that movie all fucking day long. I love that movie. I've always liked the line. My favorite line from that entire movie is the next time someone asks you if you're a god, you <laughs> say yes. <laughs> Nimble little minx, isn't she? Yeah. No, it's a fucking great movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it's just part of your childhood. All you're doing no, is I think a lot of nostalgizing. Yes. Yeah. See, now I don't have is a lot a of. I don't do a lot of nostalgia, so I think that's why I don't. I'm not affected by that. I don't care. It's oh, like I'm a I, huge nostalgia nerd. I love the nostalgia um, stuff that some of it that has come out. I'm, but I'm talking I don't. about. I'm talking. There's there's one thing where you're you're you love the things that you loved as a kid, but then there's that weird form of nostalgia where it's like. It's like frozen, and that was the best thing that ever happened. And there's never going to be another one of those. And the people, these millennials, don't understand how awesome. I like and to call him John Cougar Mellencamp's. Yeah, what? A, yeah. Every one of his songs was about high school and being the best thing that ever happened to a forty-year-old yeah. man. Yeah, every it's, single time. It's ridiculous. It's creepy and weird. Yeah. And so I don't, that part of it, I love the things that I loved when I was a kid, and I can look back on those things fondly, but it's not that kind of nostalgia where I'm just like, oh, that was, it was, nothing's ever going to be that good anymore. You know, and I, I just hate that crap. Well, no, it was good, but now yeah. things are different. Yeah. And they can be good. And you can make, you can remake uh, Ghostbusters with women. How about we, we get more original content? Yeah, that would be nice, too. I, I. I don't mind redoing older stuff, but it would it would be like I would love to see, yeah, whole new. Why not? Have you seen um, motherfucker? It's going to take me forever to remember this, so I'm just going <laughs> to look it up. But uh, um, Annihilation. No, I don't have any. Fucking heard of watch that. it, please watch it. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, an amazing film. Yeah. Um, I think it's on. Hulu right now. It's either Hulu or Netflix. I can't remember which. Um, original sci-fi. And it's really well done. Um, there's in the last year, I think the top twenty movies of 2018, yeah. two are original. The are rest you? are either remakes, sequels, or uh, based on something else. Really? Yeah. Like you're, the top you're three not movies talking, are all okay. I'm, I'm talking about the, the top big, rated big and big budget. No, yeah. I'm talking about the top rated movies of last yeah. year. Yeah. 
um, rated, like Rotten Tomatoes or whatever you want to call it. They're the top rated movies. They're the top movies of last year. Do you know what's funny about movies nowadays? And I don't, this is going to make me sound like I'm one of those people that I was just talking about. Yeah. Where, well, but, we're starting to sound like those people at this point. Well, no, but this is, a, I think this is a legitimate criticism. I don't think this is me getting old and being cranky about the things when I was a kid, but the, uh, the way that movies, I would say movies are now a lot more consistently enjoyable than they were when, when we were young. Like, there were a lot of duds when we were younger. Like, you'd go watch a movie and be like, okay, that I was, love those duds. Okay. I love yeah, I know. High but... school, 1999. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Trancers. Hell yeah. There's a lot from back then. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Chud. Oh, there you go. There you go. Love that, those movies that might so be much. One. I love the B movies of the 80s and 90s. They're yeah. so fucking amazing. In fact, some of the, our best sci-fi comes from that hardware. It was yeah. a fucking fantastic movie. Hardware. I've never You've never seen that. it? Uh, no. Write it down. Hardware from like <laughs> 1993 years. I don't remember exactly when, but it's from the 90s and it's serious hardcore sci-fi and it's yeah. actually really good it's really interesting okay a lot more deep than you might than most people might think yeah. from like a b movie of that see era. when i hear hardware in a film title i think hardware wars hardware wars was pretty <laughs> awesome back in 19 i think they came out what 1980 1979 or yeah. something like that. it was super dumb but anyway. my, my my favorite uh um one of my favorite uh star wars like B movie remixes is uh, what is it called? Beyond the Stars, Beyond Battle the Beyond S- the Stars is yeah. what it's called. Yeah, George Papard, I think, is in it. Oh my god, um, that there's right some like there. legitimate stars. In Just it. stop, you've already explained the entire movie. <laughs> no, it's fucking fantastic. Um, um, what's the Johnny Boy? What the fuck is his name? Johnny Boy from uh, the Waltons, guy with the big mole. Oh. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but, but he's in name. it as well, I think. Yeah. Um, there, it's it's a complete and utter fucking ripoff of fucking Star Wars, <laughs> and it is one of my favorite movies of all time. I fucking I'm love quite, it. I will watch for that one. Battle Beyond the Stars. Battle it's not hard stars. to find, because yeah. it was pretty big at the time. So it's got and of course, star. Another, one of my favorites from the 80s is uh, um, Last Starfighter. That was a that was an was okay a movie. fucking great movie. I don't know if it was great. But it was a fucking was... great movie. <laughs> You know, that was the there first time. There will never be a movie like that, that ever again. That was quite literally the first time they used computer-generated graphics. Oh, yeah, film. yeah. Yeah, That's um, I, that movie will, regardless of the merits of the story, will go down in film history as being, yeah, it was like one Basically, of the Basically, it's ones. just, you know, a, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. That's all it is. <laughs> it's a, a, a man out of time right. going forward and doing yeah. what he's doing. But, yeah. Yeah. But it was a great movie. Yeah. Well, the uh, what I was going to say though is that it seems like movies are more consistently enjoyable, but I kind of missed like when we were kids, you could you could go through like five six movies that were just like okay, this was shit, (laughs) but because of that, it seemed like when you found the really good one, it was really freaking good, Mm -hmm. and and like the good movies from back then got to better bigger you know got more height. Than like the good movies now, so it's almost like if you know what compression is, it's like where the peaks and the valleys kind of get mm-hmm. pushed inward. Yeah, it feels like that's happening with a I lot of. I understand compression. Movies. That doesn't mean I can get. <laughs> oh get it. well, yeah. You yeah. know, I understand it. I just don't get it. It just seems like nowadays there are especially fewer... when it comes to like yeah uh, audio audio files. I don't understand compression. <laughs> I understand the idea of it. 
it just pushes the bottoms up and the tops down mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's what I feel. I almost sometimes feel like that's what's going on because it seems like there's not really any bad movies or bad TV shows anymore. Yeah. There's just like they're always sort of in that oh, little range. Oh, there's a range. lot of bad TV shows. Well, I mean, there's ones that you might not like, but it just seems like no, there's... They're bad. <laughs> Stop undermining my point. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if that's just my own perception or if that's really happening or not. I don't think it's... so. I think I think there's uh, they, we have so many movies. There's well over 200 movies a month coming out every month. Yeah, and it's it's utterly ridiculous. And yeah. and I track this shit. I watch all of the 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 movie trailers. I watch the pod. I listen to some podcasts. Yeah. I do all of that stuff. I read the articles. I go to at least two or three um, news magazines. I guess. Yeah. Movie magazine sites. Yeah. So I get all this. Like one of my favorite movies from last year, I think. Yeah, last year is Slice. Original film by yeah. a new uh, freshman director. This is, I think this is a sophomore effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's right in my wheelhouse. And it was yeah. so well done. It was so fun. And it was original. Yeah. It felt original. It looked original. It, it The story was... There is no necessarily original stories anymore. We don't have original stories. We, our humanity has been here for yeah. way too long to have original stories. Right. But we can refresh those by making them feel different, look different, yeah. and uh, relating them to our current situation within society. You can, you can you can get real close to originality by yeah. taking something and then injecting something new into it that's never something been fresh done and different. Yeah. And that's yeah. what Slice did. Yeah. With uh, I mean, it, it's Slice. the most utterly ridiculous premise of <laughs> werewolves, ghosts, and vampires. Okay, but it were I th- I thought it worked. Yeah. Uh, my daughter enjoyed it, so you know, and I thought one of the best movies, probably hands down, one of the best movies I watched from last year, mm-hmm. which was snubbed at the Oscars but not at some of the other areas, was called Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade, that sounds familiar. So that movie is fantastic. It shows a a, a, a girl from eighth grade. Yeah, being in eighth grade and also dealing with social media and and the internet and what huh. what teenagers and preteens have put upon themselves, at least for the current generation of those people, have put upon themselves because of the internet. Right, that impossible, um, like being perfect all the time and and trying to make sure that everyone gets theirs and yada da da. And it's just the 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 actress in it. I think she needs to win the fucking best actor. Yeah. Absolutely a best actress. What are they doing now? Yeah. Um, she needs to win that because she was phenomenal. In yeah. It. And Bo Burnham is the one that wrote and directed the movie. Yeah. Uh, Bo Burnham is a comedian. He actually yeah. got big on YouTube um, as, a, as a teenager um, and has since become very big, uh, basically comedian. He's a musical comedian, but he's also just a comedian. Right. And um, he's he's been doing this a long time. And to take the stories of those people from the internet that nobody's watching. Yeah. Yeah. And put it into a story, a reality, a, a journey that she's going on from eighth grade to high school. Yeah. That's cool. It's That's cool it's, idea. it's a beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, no, you definitely watch Eighth Grade. Yeah, well, but I'm... like I said, the last, uh, um, I think in the Oscars, I think there's only maybe two original f- films. 
Everything else is based on something or uh, a sequel or a reboot. See, I'd ra- I would rather have a lot more like original stuff. I, we're probably going to swing back around to that. People will probably get tired of it. I, I would hope at some point. I mean, uh, yes, I'm- I think people will get tired of it before the studios stop producing it mm-hmm. because studios are like, well, we know Marvel films make money. Yeah, we know superhero films make money, right. so let's just keep doing those until they stop making money. Yeah, I'm, this is a real gentle complaint because I'm benefiting as a Star Wars fan. You know, their desire to recycle older stuff, and and they've made some. But good there was a complaint so that was, they were like, there was a Star Wars film every year. Why can't yeah. we just have it every other year? Or yeah, you know. I actually would rather have that. I mean, I was excited about the idea that Disney was going to release one every single year, but I'd rather like, have mm-hmm. more. Uh, original content. I want something. Yeah. That's why I like Solo so much. It felt original while still being within yeah. the same yep. period yep. of that. But what I want to see is the other pod racers in their lives, or you know, I want to see other smugglers. I want to see what Boba Fett. I, I want to see not Boba Fett, but like people like him, the other bounty hunters. I want to see yeah. what bounty hunters do that, in this universe. The guy who uh, directed the Last Jedi has has a uh, well. I, I don't know if this is official news or if it's rumors on Star Wars fan sites or not. But what? he he signed a deal with Disney to do three Star Wars films that have nothing to do with the current characters or storylines. He's going to develop his oh, own that's trilogy. Awesome. I hope so. Completely separate from so Ryan. Else. Johnson. Johnson. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. So he's he's doing that. I know uh, Favreau, I think, is involved in making... He's doing a TV show about... A TV the, show about the Fets or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. About the bounty hunters. That's, that's what they should call it. <laughs> the Fets. The Fets. It's like, oh, now see, here's what I'm imagining. Roseanne, but with Boba Fett and his family. <laughs> They're, they all have the helmets on, yeah. right? <laughs> Even the little kid and the dog. <laughs> I just want to see that orange, the that fets. ugly, that ugly orange couch, you know, with the pets yeah. on it. Yeah. No, the same fucking set. <laughs> Afghan on the couch, the whole line. That. <laughs> okay, that definitely has jumped the shark written all over it, but I would still watch it. <laughs> I would totally watch that shit. Fuck yeah, the Fets. The Fets. Oh my god, I can hear the upbeat kind of uh, '80s tune that would be the. Uh, the I, you know the what I would music. take? Actually, you know what would be better? <laughs> it should be called Boba, and it should be based on Seinfeld. Everybody loves Boba. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! No, it should be based on Seinfeld. But oh, oh yeah, 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 there we go, there we go. Yeah. Boba, <laughs> he's like the main character. Every time Han Solo shows up at the door, he's like Han Solo. Solo. <laughs> what was the character? Boba. What was the character's name? He always did that with Newman. New. That's it. <laughs> Actually, I hated that show. That's one of my big secrets of the nineties. Yeah, I fucking hate Seinfeld. I never. I do not it. like him as a human being. Yeah. I don't like his show. Why? I don't like any of it. Why? Um, there was some decent things about it. The masturbation episode was probably one of the fav- yeah, favorite. Yeah, that was ones. that was pretty funny. But other than that, like it was a few like golden apples inside a rotten fucking barrel of shit. <laughs> oh jeez. And I, I just I none of the characters were likable. I I've always been a little bit of a contrarian where if like everybody loves something, I'm like it can't be that fucking good. And it's not. And that I good. don't want to deal. It's with not that it. good. Well, sometimes it is. Like, I did that with Game of Thrones at first. 
I was like, first three seasons, like, it can't be that fucking good. And then I start watching, I'm like, oh, it's no, that it's fucking, that fucking good. good. It's actually better than I thought. <laughs> Why aren't people freaking out about this? That's what I want to know. They were freaking out about it. I know. It. I, I, got, uh, I got there a little late, but yeah. Tits um, with a chance of dragons. Uh, Walking Beep-beep. Dead was like that, too. I, it took me three seasons before I finally was like, Deanne kept bugging me. She was like, you got to watch it. I was like, all right, I'll watch this fucking stupid I'd love to thing. continue watching The Walking Dead, but my wife's like, I don't care. Oh, we lost, we kind of lost interest, too. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened. We just kind of, it was like suddenly bottomed out, and we're just like, mm, kind of burned out on this. Kind of want to see it end now. Like, bring It is ending. Conclusion. I think there's only one season left. Oh, really? Okay. I think they are ending it. Maybe I'll get caught up then. Though the, Apparently, everyone raves about the spinoff, and I started watching It's actually not bad. It starts off really slow, and I know it probably it's, it gets It does start better. out. Actually, it's much, it's much more of a slow burn than the yeah. uh, other one, which I found um, it makes it much more menacing. Yeah. They, okay. they have that kind of menace to it, yeah. unlike The Walking Dead, where at first you're just inundated with dead people, yeah. and then, oh, my God, the child's dead, and then, oh, my well, God, this guy's dead. And then all of a sudden, now it's the, the, the governor, and now the bad guys are really the people, and the, 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 yeah. the, the, the everything else is just this. And this is still that kind of slow burn of, uh, um, like, do we or don't we? I mean, this, yeah. there's this ship out there that needs saving. Do we actually go save it, or do we just let them yeah. go on That's, and then then it's the internal struggle of the the cast or the the characters trying to figure out what they're going to do and then people have their different motives for doing different things yeah you know it's there's the, it's really interesting for me the value of that show was always i mean it's always fun to watch people you know in a tense situation where there's zombies running around that's yeah. okay there's so there's you've got the fun part with that because that's that's always kind of fun for me the value of that show was always how would human beings actually behave in this situation? And they did a really good job for like the first four or five seasons. It, it just seemed like they never had, it was never ending. They always had something new to say about how people would react. And I always think about the scene that I, for me always epitomizes that show is where in the first episode, Rick gets out of the hospital. He goes, he sees the woman like who's only half of, she's a like human a half being, yeah. crawling and he freaks out. And then he goes and later on he finds out what's going on. And at that episode ends with him coming back to that park and finding her. And he's like, and he looks at her for a second and he goes, I'm really sorry this happened to you. And then he like, he, he offs her and it's like, mm-hmm. wow, that's, I could watch this. I could watch like how people would emotionally deal with this idea. And it's funny because, uh, I watch another zombie show called Z nation and yeah, don't watch it. It's, <laughs> it's fun as fuck. I love that movie, that show. Yeah. I absolutely love the show. I love the characters, yeah. and it's much more tongue in cheek than uh, than Walking, Walking Dead. Man. Walking Dead takes itself very seriously. This show yeah. um, has serious moments, but it doesn't take itself necessarily seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But they call it mercy. Mm-hmm. Give that guy mercy. Give him mercy. Give oh. the creatures mercy. You know, and that's what they're calling it the whole time. And there's there's a lot of gravity to that that statement. Yeah. yeah. That these are humans or were humans, and yeah. now we need to. You know, mercy kill them. Right. You know, so. Well, yeah. And the thing that they discover in the first season also, the first season was just chock full of this stuff. And then they, it kind of kept thinning out a little bit more and more as they went. Um, and then it was like the fifth season or sixth season where they just amped it back up. And I was like, wow, okay, they're doing this again. But um, like the the episode where they discovered they had to cover themselves in remains to get through the zombies. And then the reaction, all the characters are having of, oh, we're going to tear this guy up. And I was like, oh, man, here we go again. This is like more of this weird, like, mm. how would people really behave in this situation? Um, 
I love that about the show. But then I, the the season that really kind of lost me was the us versus Negan's. It just became a war. See, I haven't seen anything with Negan. Yeah, that was just... the last episode I watched. Was the one where Negan shows up. Yeah, and it's the last episode of that season yeah. where he kills Glenn. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was the first of the following season where they continued that scene, and yeah. then he did it. But the. Uh, as soon as it became the uh, the two tribes battling each other, I just I started to check out. It was like this is not really. But and here's here's my funny thing. I know why they're doing it to keep the show interesting and everything. But yeah. people in situations like that, uh, humans tend to be more pragmatic. Yeah, and tend to work together a lot better yeah. than what they're showing in these shows and stuff. And that's yeah. that's what I don't understand about this. There's always going to be the outliers. There's always going to be warlords and things like this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But most of the time, people are going to be working together to try to strive and try to figure shit out. Well, and then the other problem with the show, the if I had to criticize or or pinpoint what causes what kind of caused me to sort of disconnect from it a little bit was the, you know, they had the good guys going out and and breaking into these places and killing Negan's people. And I'm just like, mm, I know everybody wants to survive, but you guys are, you know, and they kept pointing it out to as if that was going to alleviate it. They were like, well, we're acting like bad guys. We're being the bad guys. We're being evil. We're killing innocent people. Well, we have to, to survive. And it's like, yeah, but you're still killing. You're just killing people you're just unprovoked. Killing. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if I can stay on board with this. And uh, so, yeah, I just kind of, it just sort of lost me. Yeah. And then we stopped watching after, I won't say in case you keep watching, and one of the main characters died, and we just kind of like, okay, well, yeah. we're, this is, I'm not so sure this show can sustain my interest just constantly wanting no, to see No, really, they really off. should have had a clear view of where the show ended. Well, the thing um, is, the, the guy who wrote the comic actually meant it to end when they got to the place called Alexandria, you know, the original yeah. that. That was how he wanted to end the comic was, Wow, we found civilization, and then it was going to be that's the end. And you know they still have troubles and problems and stuff like that. But at least they've they finally reached that place where they're with other people in a like something yeah. that looks like civilization again. And then I guess the show being the TV show being so popular, he got really pressured to like don't end the comic right there because we're we're catching up with you. See, so and that he, that's the problem with a lot of things. And yeah. I. Uh, that 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 was one of my biggest things, and I hate to go back to Lost, but I always do because it seemed to me as if the writers had no idea where the fuck they were going until well. like season three and a half, <laughs> and then finally they went in a completely different direction that didn't seem logical to me or just didn't seem mm. like that's it, it, where you're going is so predictable and so just ass so plain, yeah, that it was just like. I don't, yeah. Um, well, and I felt, I feel the same way about like Battlestar Galactica. What they, some of the decisions oh, they made. That was such um, the first a two seasons down. were so fucking goddamn amazing. Yeah, they were. Just seriously good. Yeah. And, yep. and then by the third season, now they're all of a sudden on a planet and they're being run by the, no. You guys just ran out of ideas, and you don't really know how you're going to end this story. Yeah, yeah. That in therein lies some of the bad. Well, and the sad and, thing, but they is... were also pressured to kind of keep it going. Yeah, and that that was the problem. They had an end in sight, but the 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 corporation that ran that show mm -hmm. didn't want it to end. I like and that. Really ruins a lot of shows. Yeah, I, you can understand that because every TV show, every station, or every outlet wants to well, have their big hit show. Yeah, to make money. And they don't want to end it when they're getting, you know, 
50 million people tuning in every week. Who wants to end a show on that? But I kind of like how England does their TV shows, or at least they used to, which was like like Faulty Towers. Oh, we've got 12 episodes. We're going to film those, and then the show's over. Mm-hmm. Or we've got like IT crowd. Well, we've got yeah, four generally seasons. most of their TV shows were six to like eight episodes, yeah. and they ran two seasons. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Spaced was like that. They ran two seasons, and uh, they said, "Oh, we really this is so popular. We really want you to do a third season." And and uh, Edgar Wright and uh, Simon Pegg were like, "Fuck, we don't want to do this. It's yeah. a fucking it." almost killed them to make those two seasons because all they they had so much money and so much time yeah yeah and they had to do it all within this time and they had to do it the way they wanted to do it yeah and so it just fucking ruined them to do it (laughs) and so they were like no we don't want to do this we don't want to do this and we're like well we'll give you money for a movie that's why we have Shaun of the dead yeah oh okay Oh, I didn't know that was a continuation of the of that of spaced. Yeah, oh. it's basically the third season of spaced, and then of okay. course he made two other Cornetto trilogy movies after that, Hot Fuzz and uh, In at the No, uh, oh. at the End of the World or whatever. In World's End, so. right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> which um, Edgar Wright can really do no fucking wrong. Yeah, his movies are fucking fantastic, and he is good. Yeah, have you seen uh, Baby Driver? No, that's on my Put list. Put it on that's your fucking a, list. Oh, it's already on the list. Watch that fucking movie. Yeah. I As soon as we finished watching it, me and my wife just turned to each other, I want to watch it again. <laughs> it was that fucking good. It's so fucking good. It's I amazing. The, I left the seat up for you. So Did you leave the seat up for me? Because I always put both the seat and the cover down. I don't do that. Well, I, do I do that because I do my wife... Oh, my God. That smells like weed. Um... My wife and many other women in my life have complained that men leave the seat up. Yeah. Guess what? I don't leave the seat up, do I? Yeah, but you put both down. So um, it's supposed to be inconvenient for me, but not you, even though it's more hygienic to have the whole thing down. I do it. Is that not correct? Well, yeah. I do it for my wife and daughter who... I have a wife and daughter. Put the seat down. (laughs) I I put the seat and the lid. (laughs) Boom. I, I just do it because they, they asked and they were, you know, seemed bothered by it, more bothered than I was about leaving it up. But here's the thing that always gets me a little bit. Like when you have a men's room, like a single use men's room, and the seat's always down. It's like, why? Yeah, because dudes have to shit. Yeah, yeah but, but, but why? Are we supposed to put it back up for your dumbass? <laughs> Guess what? Go use the fucking urinal, you douche canoe. No. Well, the ones that we, where you have ex- like instances where there's no urinal, it's just a toilet, the seat's always down. It's like, why? Just leave it up. There's no women coming in here. At least that I know of. Because we poop, you big dummy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, when was the last time you just sat down on a fucking seat? Last time I almost fell in, so I I'm want to see I'm going to venture down. a guess or uh, the, say that uh, I, that is done a lot less often than peeing. No, because why would you? Why would you go in to a public restroom that has urinals and use the stall to pee? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the. There's, you see a lot of them where it's just a single use restroom and it's just a toilet. Yeah, the seat's always down. That's a mystery no, to me. It's not. I always leave it up. I don't <laughs> care. Why are we talking? I'm gonna go pee. Fuck you. Put the seat down when you're done. <laughs> and lid. So uh, I hope you put the seat down. And the lid. <laughs> it's the, uh, anyway. It's the, uh, it's the polite thing to do. So uh, what, you just poured the Silver City uh, Neon Bloom Lemon Wheat Ale. Yes. It just has a, 
I'm, I'm having a hard time judging this, actually. Um, well, let's find out. I mean, I didn't get to clean my palate in between the shitty Space Needle and this. But. <laughs> shitty Space Needle? I don't know if that's what they called that. Is it oh, wow. Shitty space Interesting. Needle? That is... I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to drink like half of this to figure it out. I, I am too. It's weird. It's kind of which like, is that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm gonna have to drink like half of that to figure that. I think it's out. that I not. I'm not crazy about the smell, but the taste. Like yeah. the smell is different than the taste. Ooh, another movie you have to watch. <laughs> Write it down. Overlord. 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 Okay. Not the anime. The 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 movie. Okay. Fucking good. Yeah. I haven't watched movies in uh, in ages at this point. Well, you got through with your I'm, list, and you're like, fuck that. No, no, Duh. I'm still not done with my... I'm down to, like, 20 on my list, but yeah. I have other things competing for my attention lately. So I haven't watched movies. Nah. I kind of miss uh, doing that, you know, watching movies occasionally. I like I, I like movies. That. I miss watching movies, too, which I think Overlord was the only movie I watched this week, and it was really fucking good. Overlord. Yeah, it's World War Two. Guys fly in on June whatever fourteenth or whenever mm-hmm. uh, D Day kind of happened. They fly in behind lines to take out some antennas or guns or whatever, and they run into some shit that they didn't expect. Hmm. So, good, good, good horror movie awesomeness. Yeah, World War Two horror movie. Okay. <laughs> oh God, as long as it's not the uh, awful. Uh, Nazi zombie movie, whatever that was that we watched. What was that called? People out in the snow camping or whatever. Dead that, snow. Yeah, uh, whatever that was. So good. Fucking oh, horrible. God, I movie, love that man. movie. <laughs> Such a great movie. Nazi zombies. Mm, gonna have to disagree. I love killing zombies. One. I love watching. Are you killing zombies? I love killing uh, Nazis. Yeah. And I love watching Nazis die. Okay. It's yeah. it's one of my it's 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 a lifestyle choice it's a thing. It's a lifestyle it's choice a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watching Nazis die. Yeah. Watching yeah. Nazis die. It's yeah. it's a good thing. It's good that you take a position on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking easy position. I'm not. I'm not reinventing the fucking wheel here. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody know, should hate Nazis. Our president yeah. likes them. It's amazing but, to me that in 2019. I hate zom- or I hate zombies. I hate Nazis is apparently a controversial statement with some people. Yeah, um, you wouldn't have thought that we would have gotten to that point. Another movie, apparently. Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna and the Apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> musical. <laughs> of course, it's a fucking. Musical. It's fucking really good. Yeah. It is really well done. Okay. Coming and of age kind of story in the apocalypse. It's fucking amazing. Jesus Christ. I'm I will write you, that sir. down. I know, apparently, but you know, I, I don't know if I can keep up with all these recommendations. I mean, I'm writing them down, but if I, I mean, I've seen a lot of other movies, these. but I'm not going to recommend them to you because they weren't that great. Yeah. But. The last movie I watched actually was about a month ago, month maybe a month and a half ago. I rewatched yeah. The Big Lebowski. Ah, great. Which movie. is a yeah, that movie I think is probably one of the maybe three or four movies that I know of that always feels like I'm watching it for the first time. I think it's like what, like thirty five years old today That's, or something, or thirty years old. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a while. Um, it no, it's, it's like it's it's anniversary well. of something. Yeah, because uh, they did apparently for the uh, Stuper Bowl. Um, uh, that the, those idiot people watch. Um, they uh, uh, had uh, like the Big Lebowski come on oh, to do yeah, some sort yeah, of I advertisement yeah, for something. Yeah, that so, 
wasn't. So I don't know. I don't even watch the commercials anymore because I don't want to give the NFL that much validity because yeah. they're a fucked up organization that is uh, the most racist. Uh, fucking homophobic, uh, sexist piece of shit organization yeah. that is more corrupt probably than most other corporations, which yeah. is saying a lot since Monsanto's out there. <laughs> um, uh, the, you know, I mean, it's they are that messed up. The only organization worse than them is FIFA. Yeah, I just don't understand the, uh, you know, regardless of how you actually feel about, like, you look at somebody like Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, maybe there's some people who don't like it because they don't like their game being interrupted by politics. politics. Fine. That's fine. I can yeah. get that. Or, you know, maybe there's some other reason. But it's just, you know, the uh, the two things about that that have disappointed me, because I'm not particularly crazy about him doing that either. You know, I had a, an argument with a friend once. I said, you know, he's he was in a position where he could have gone to, like, a newspaper or a major magazine or a publication and said, hey, I want to write a, an op-ed about what's on my mind. And to me, I think that would have been a lot more like, you know, and of course, then you get people saying, oh, yeah, well, here's a white guy telling a black guy how he's supposed to behave. And it's like, no, that's not really not what it is. It's it's like if you want people to understand where you're coming from, putting it in writing is usually better than just, you know. And then no one will pay attention to it. Maybe. Number one, no one will pay attention. Number two, you have to remember these players are often uh, fast tracked through their university career just to play a fucking sport. And so they're taking classes that barely even exist (laughs) and getting good grades in them so they can fast track to become these NFL stars. Um, And so they're not getting the education. And nine times out of 10, a lot of these NFL stars are coming from lower income areas. Right. The NFL has the same strategy as the United States military in contracting its people. It gets the most ignorant and the most disenfranchised people and then bringing them into the fold and then brainwashing them. That's exactly what the military does. It's what the NFL does as well. I mean, these people shouldn't be doing what they're doing. The the concussion thing, even though that stupid fucking movie with uh, the bad boy himself, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what's his name, Will Smith. Uh, I don't get me wrong, I like Will Smith. I, I like a lot of his movies. What concussion but, uh, movie though? That's what I'm trying to. He out. he played the guy. Uh, essentially, I guess in the early two thousands. Finally, this doctor from uh, Africa was like, this is really bad for people because these guys are constantly having concussions. I know what you're talking about now, but I can't remember the name of that either. Um, The name of the movie is Concussion. Oh, is it? Yes, quite literally. Oh, <laughs> boy, let's get, not that hard to remember. See how on the nose we can. Be I mean, with the yeah, title. it's uh, they're not burying the lead <laughs> <laughs> at all. So, wow. Okay. Well, you know, I guess just. I uh, never watched it, but I've seen some of the. Uh, you know, uh, I, I watched a couple of uh, documentaries on on. How these people live after they're injured or once they become useless to the NFL or to even college football. Yeah. They're just cast aside. Yeah. They're thrown away. These humans are thrown away. Right. They've made money for the organizations they work for and then they're just tossed aside. Mm-hmm. And that's I, that's why that's where I take exception to this. It's like the cheerleading thing. People don't take the cheerleaders seriously. Well, then just don't have them or start taking them seriously because they're not covered. In fact, uh, the average, what was it? The hourly wage of a uh, NFL cheerleader was like $2 and 50 cents an hour. And that was only like 10 years ago. How $2 and 50 cents. Sometimes they only get paid a hundred dollars a game. Uh, okay. That's 
weird. How? How? Yeah. How? It's it's but it's not something you know about. It's not something we 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 comprehend. So they're just doing it. Be, they're finding girls who want to do it just because it's exciting and mm-hmm. it's a lifestyle. Yeah. But they don't really want to pay them anything to. Yeah. Weird. No, there's. Uh, I'll have to point you to those, but there's a couple of little short docs and and some. Uh, well, yeah, I think Vice I got... did an op-ed on them, uh, a video op-ed because Vice is a video service yeah. or a, a kind of a video newspaper. Yeah. Um, but uh, they did a really good coverage of that because there's one woman who uh, is a lawyer and went, "These women are being treated fucking terribly." Yeah. Um, and. Uh, she's been representing more and more of these cheerleaders, trying to get them the money they deserve. Not only on top of that, but also, you know, uh, kind of some of the self-respect and dignity that they deserve as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of crazy because really, to pay them even just a, a really nice wage would not really put a dent in anyone. No, it wouldn't. The NFL is worth billions upon billions of dollars. Yeah. They pay their players millions of dollars a year. You could, they could pay each one of those, uh, each each every one of them. They a could pay them living wage, a hundred thousand a year, each one of them, because yeah. there's what maybe a dozen, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't even put a dent in their over under or their 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 overhead. Yeah, it wouldn't put a dent in any of it. Weird. But yet they're 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 treated like second class citizens. Yeah. They can't associate with the players at all. Mm-hmm. So if the player comes and hits on them, they can do nothing. They have to fucking walk away. And then yeah. they're a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, the the whole fucking umbrella of the NFL is something that I cannot fucking abide. Mm-hmm. I cannot even just ugh. So, um, not to derail the subject here, but uh, now that you've made a no. little ways through the beer, what are you what are you thinking of it? I'm really fucking enjoying it, actually. Really, I'm <laughs> I'm not enjoying it. The more I drink it, the less I like it. I think uh, um, they're they've lessened it with lemon, and they should have used lime. I feel that way about a lot of uh, oh yeah American things, um, but uh, I think. I think a lot of things are lessened by uh, uh, I, because I've lived in Mexico and those people fucking put lime on everything. Um, <laughs> they kind kind of do. Um, but you, got, you want some lemonade here? Some lime to go with it? No, they literally call lemonade. It's lime. It's limeade. It's yeah. basically what we would call limeade. They yeah. call lemonade um, because they use lime for everything because it fucking grows everywhere. And lemon is very kind of European and it doesn't really, yeah, yeah, it's more sweet. And, and the Mexican palate is not necessarily a, 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 a sweet palate. Right. They, they really are favor the, the savory flavors hmm. or the savory side of the palate. Um, but like this lime would have been better. Yeah. It, uh, the lemon makes it too sweet. It's tart and sweet, which is not necessarily what I want in a uh, fuzzy beer like this. Yeah. But it's okay. I, I've, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's all right. Wait till probably, we get to this motherfucker right here. Probably give it a two. Well, I was just going to say we're like kind of at the end here, so mm. maybe we'll save that one for the next one. Or No, we'll just chug this shit. <laughs> Let's just put pause and we'll just chug, chug, <laughs> chug. We'll chug. Chug a wrath. <laughs> That's it. Well, Sugarath. Yeah. This is, this is I, the Sugarath episode. <laughs> or Sugarath? I think it's Sugarath, isn't it? I don't know how to pronounce most of those. Uh, yeah. You talk about the HP. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. Mm. 
That's another thing in the 80s that people were paranoid about. Really? Yeah, like the horror story stuff. Like oh, story. I loved it. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Books of Blood was one of the first real novels I read. Yeah. And it wasn't even a novel. It was a bunch of short stories. I was mm-hmm. not a very good reader. I still am not a very good reader. Yeah. Um, uh, although I do read fucking constantly. Um, uh, I started reading essentially short horror stories. I started with uh, Stephen King because he was most popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bored the fuck out of me. Like most half of his stories, <laughs> half of his stories were just shit. I don't know about that. I was a big fan of his stuff. Um, he took. He was like, um, and I can tell that he's a huge fan of like Hemingway. Hemingway took a chapter practically yeah. to describe the room that his characters are going to enter. <laughs> And I understand why people love Hemingway. He is pretty amazing in his uh, 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 his dealing with humanity and all that stuff. But I, King was the same for me Hmm. until uh, Dark Tower. Yeah, love the fucking Dark Tower. Yeah, that was that was a good series. Holy fuck. That is, um, yeah, you know, that's interesting. That was a writer's journey. Yeah, yeah. It felt personal, and it was personal. I started reading that in the late 80s, and I finished it, I think, in the, I don't know what it was, like the early 2000s. I started reading in the late 90s and finished it in the early 2000s. Yeah. I was actually sitting in the front room when I finished it, was the, and, uh. Yeah, I just remember I, the the whole thing at the end where he spoiler alert where he was kind of like um, almost begrudgingly telling you what was in the tower, you know, after all that time, and there was like part of me was like, eh, we've held on with you for seven huge fucking books. It's you they, don't get actually to... the first couple of books weren't very big, but then they just like grew. Oh yeah, every that's fucking book. That's true. until you have this fucking. Uh, epically biblical tale about yeah. five books in, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> but God damn it, it was captivating. No, it was great. It was great all the way through. Um, the I just the ending thing with him, you know, with him, the whole epilogue at the end, where you, you know you get to the end, the, technically the end of the book, and it's like, uh, "Well, we've never really made it into the tower." And then he's got the epilogue that says, "Well, if you if you really must know what's in there, you can continue reading." But the story ended. On that previous page, and really, if you if you want to know how it ends, and just uh, and leave it there. That sounds like his publishers were like, "No, you have to explain this shit." <laughs> that's true, actually. That's, and that's um, exactly what it sounds like. His publishers were, "There's no payoff." Yeah, and, but that was the point of the whole. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Futilism, futilism, the the the, the futile well, existence that we all share. Well, I love the fact that it's beautiful. Um, I thought know, it was gorgeous. Caleb picked up on this too with the the movie, or he mentioned he was the first person. I haven't that seen I've heard the movie. Me. You haven't seen the movie? Hmm. So the cool thing about the movie, and this is not really a my spoiler, wife refuses to watch it. Really? Yeah. Why? She loves that those books. As oh, well. okay. I am the one that well, actually got her into those. Here's the thing about the movie. So the book ends again. Spoiler alert <laughs> for those of you who want to work your way through. Uh, I haven't books. haven't read this book series that's well over a ten years old yeah. that ended uh, no <laughs> over a decade ago. Well, it's just a courtesy. You know, I'm about to spoil the ending. 
you know, basically he climbs up this spiral staircase mm-hmm. in the tower and he pushes his way out through the top of it. And he basically walks into a new iteration of himself from the mm-hmm. very beginning of the yes. book. And the story starts all over Yep. with the implication that it's going to play out maybe a little differently this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that it's an, it's a new version of what you just read starting all over. Well, it's an allegory of, of humanity on a whole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Humanity keeps making the same mistakes over and over learning a little bit every time. Oh yeah. Yeah. We keep learning just a little bit every time. That yeah. may be coming to an end in about 20 years, but <laughs> you know, but um, climate change and all that. So the, uh, the, you know, the, the, what the movie does is it's basically says, so we're going to skip ahead about 50, 60 iterations from the book. So here's our version of this. Mm-hmm. Kind of parallels it a little bit. There's similarities. I want to watch Things so have right. changed a lot, but we're not going to do all the same stuff in the book. Some of it we're going to do. And in fact, they intentionally changed things that they could have done exactly the same way. And so it was like they were basically saying, we're going to do our own our own version of this, yeah. which is like the whole, which is in a weird way, kind of keeping in, in spirit with the book. My biggest problem with the movie, yeah. um, not having seen it, yeah. um, was they decided to go PG-13. Yeah. And for me, something so visceral, a book series that was so fucking visceral. Yeah. I'm not asking for like new dudes running around shooting guns uh, <laughs> like you have in the book. I'm not asking for that shit. Yeah. What I'm asking for is something that is not controlled, contrived. It's not brought... They're not reining things in. They're letting the story go and run wild. Yeah. I, I don't know That many I bullets like going that. off... There should be blood. There should be something. There should be brains. There should be visceral. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, for me, the only real disappointment about the movie was that, you know, that the characters that you like from the book, because they were doing, you know, the, like I said, they were doing like were several dozen iterations of the story down the line. You know, so some characters don't even show up like Eddie and uh, Della. I think that was her name. The, I don't think so. Was, I, I can't. Sandra, so, so, I the can't woman in the wheelchair. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, no. And in fact, they don't even show up until like the third book. I think Eddie doesn't show up till near the end of the second book, and yeah. she doesn't throw show up until the third. Right. Right. So they were only trying to do kind of the first book, and they were expecting. Um, what's funny is is that uh, um, who was it? Uh, Opie. From the Here Comes Opie show. Um, Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, Ron Howard has been trying to make this movie for like s- since before the series was over. Hmm. He's been trying to make this book series. Hmm. And his idea was to make a full-length film, do TV shows in the middle, make another full-length film, and do much TV oh. shows in the middle, and then make it from the... So it's a trilogy of films with several seasons in between. Oh, that would have actually been really cool. Of course yeah. it would, because Ron Howard knows Ron Howard knows how to make this shit. But yeah, but uh, if you're gonna do a two hour version of this, the idea of taking a you know doing a, a like I said another iteration of it, where almost none of what happened in the book actually happens, but you do stick along with the same yeah. concept. Well, he was going with the original story. Yeah, 
it, it would be cool to see the original thing actually filmed and done that way. That's the only way you can do that. I mean, you can, without more and more, I think most of the books that I read should be TV shows, because we have we have TV shows now that we don't have to depend on the the big four mm-hmm. to to four channels. You know, ABC, NBC, Fox, you know, uh, CBS. We don't have to depend on these guys anymore to make shows because those shows were controlled. It's the the reason we have the seven dirty words you can't say on TV from George Carlin. Um, But now we can use all those dirty words, use nudity, use all the, 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 I go back to viscera of the story that we can just throw on screen and move along with. That's yeah. why I'm very curious about HBO's The Witcher. Yeah. Which, if you haven't read those books or played those video games, you probably should. Yeah. yeah probably but, won't anytime soon, but I'll I know put it on my list. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Just wait for the TV show. Oh, I hate to be the bad guy, but we're kind of like way over right now. Are we now, way over? So. Well, yeah. let's fucking end this. Uh, yeah. Good mic, Dave. <laughs> should we just fucking end this shit? He's passed out somewhere in Sweden right now. He is definitely uh, passed out in Sweden. We're thinking of you, Dave. That's 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 the name of my. Uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna write that screenplay. Passed out in Sweden. <laughs> it's gonna the, the the screenplay is gonna start in Chicago yeah. or like Cincinnati. Yeah. Someplace I've never been. Yeah. And I'm just gonna write about it anyway, because <laughs> that's what Hollywood does. And then uh, we're gonna we're gonna start there with like a group of friends, and like two of them are gonna wake up in Sweden. There you go. I got a beginning and an end. I just need a middle. <laughs> but much like our main characters, I don't remember most of it. Right. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah. I, d- I can dig that. Yeah. You should do it. The Passed Ron, out in sweet. The Ron Howard plan. Movie. TV series. TV series. Movie. <laughs> TV series. Movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's very nice. Well, I guess we're going to have to say goodnight to Dave. Good mic, Dave. Passed out, so it doesn't matter. Good morning, Dave. Actually, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. All right. The Beer Plus Three podcast features Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, Bree Edwards, and occasionally Mike Zamora, David Brown, and Brandon Longwell. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus Three on iTunes. SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other mystical realms where finer podcasts frolic. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Oh, me too. Can you pause? Yeah. Well, we can just leave it running. Oh, we we'll just leave it running, just because you're a douche canoe, and I fucking note. I'm gonna note this. I'm gonna note this. Noting, noting. I'm noting now, and now I'm running to pee pee. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, my bladder's full, and I really need to pee, but I don't want to disturb the podcast. But no, fucking, he has to disturb the podcast, even though he complains about the beer I brought. Anyway, we're gonna move on to the next beer. Is what we're gonna do. It's gonna be a lemon wheat ale, and I'm gonna fucking kill him with this shit. This should be fun and interesting, and I'm gonna jingle this. Secret, babies love this shit. Babies love that. Do it to them. 
fucking babies. They were the worst creatures on the planet, I swear to God. I think, um, really, we should we should just stop having them. Um, and we should start growing people and just have them come out at around five or six years old. And, you know, I think that would be that would be better for humanity and just parents in general. That baby thing is expensive. It's annoying. It's... It's too bad we lost Dave. Yeah, I know. I, when he about? said he was drinking, and it's like, oh, it's like three or four hours before the podcast, and he's with other people. He's getting fucked up. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> Fucking gay. Poor Dave. Not that I would know what it's like not to be able to keep up. Uh, yeah. That'll be that's a discussion for the. Oh podcast. yeah, actually, apparently and I got a super special beer. This is uh, Brother Crazy John's uh, quadruple style ale. Oh. And uh, I work with Crazy John. Brother John is what he's called. But he helped uh, um, Eric up at uh, the North Fork make a, uh, a oh, triple. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, okay. And no, you, uh, so they that. took a bunch of it and they bottled, uh, they uh, they aged it longer yeah. uh, in different barrels. And they, so they kind of split up their batch and did like a couple of kegs of just the, the triple ale. And then they did, I think, uh, they did something. I think they say he soured it one one part of it, which was really good, and then wow. that he made this, wow. which is a really good one. Yeah, so I had cool. a bottle of this last night because we went to the North Fork for uh, Valentine's Day. Nice, uh, nice artwork too. That's cool. yeah, very. Uh, what, who am I thinking of? Um, it's a horror movie, but I, I can't. There's somebody I'm thinking of. Oh, uh, M Night. Thinking of that one movie he did. Um, mm. Oh no 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 not him. Never mind. I can't. I don't know what you're thinking. I'm not IMDb. That's just. Uh, I think we've established that many. You times. are not IMDb. I am DB, not you. <laughs> so and then I found this as well along with the shoots because there's nothing on here that says what this beer is. I don't think unless I just wasn't reading close. Just on the yeah. No, it looked, says right there. Oh, American right. Pilsner. Yeah, it says at the bottom too. But I, I couldn't find anything. So you know what? I'm like, it's Deschutes. It couldn't be that bad. Yeah. No, it's not. Do you want a chocolate chip oatmeal cookie? Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> then I got some Silver City Brewing Neon Bloom, a lemon wheat ale. So we, we're going, you know, light on the ales today. We're doing I would only have seven of these. And that was 15 ago. <laughs> Mm. Mm. I love oatmeal cookies. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's crazy mm-hmm. about oatmeal just as on its own, but in a cookie, it's awesome. Well, it's like everything's better in cookie form. <laughs> like, uh, dog shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take your rat's asshole. One. Dog shit. <laughs> Heartache. <laughs> oh. He's got all serious now. <laughs> it's always better than cookie form. That's right. When somebody mm-hmm. breaks up with you, they just hand you a cookie that says it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you break it in half and hand it back to them. That needs to be a tradition, the breakup cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those dreaded breakup cookies. It's like the... Uh, it mirrors. That's it. I'm going to be the Otis Spunkmeyer of fucking breakup cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Otis Spunkmeyer. That just uh, that works into the conversation well. <laughs> what? Um, no, I like the idea of it being like the a mirror image of the proposal. You know, one of them gets down on their knees and says, "I'd like you to have this cookie." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh shit!" And then you know, 
There's a big giant heart cookie that says, fuck off, it's over. <laughs> and the, the, the boyfriend's sitting there playing Call of Duty, uh, talking about dipping people's balls in whatever orifice they're talking about. And then just a giant cookie drops on his arms. Mm-hmm. And he looks down and he goes, oh. <laughs> the cookie says, it's not you. <laughs> oh no, it's you. <laughs> Footnote: It is. <laughs> no, it's really you. It's not. It's you. not just you. <laughs> it's your family and friends also. <laughs> it's also your racist friends. <laughs> mm. Anyway. Wow. We can begin this. Okay. I have really not a lot to talk about. I have nothing prepared. But Neither do I. Mm. I'm sure, eh? What the hell? Let's go. <laughs> 